Glomar Energy offer the best energy solutions for your home and business. We offer A-rated condensing boilers for gas and oil, solar thermal water heating systems and cost-effective systems for generating heat. So if you want us to help you cut your fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. Romar Energy, working towards a greener planet. Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the McAvoy Supervalue GA podcast on wearecavan.com. I'm Damien Donoghue, delighted to be joined by Paul Fitzpatrick, the sports editor with the Anglo Celt, as we look back over a hectic weekend in club championship in Cavan. Um, I suppose, Paul, it's the number of games are coming down, but still the intensity goes up. Yeah, that's it, Damien. Um, I suppose we're down to the last six now. 40 clubs started off in the championship, and we've six remaining, so... Um, We've reached. We've officially reached the business end of the championship, and we know which teams are going to be demoted in, in the various championships as well. So we have a clearer picture of where things are at than we had uh, all summer. But um, I suppose last weekend the games were pretty disappointing, to be honest. There was the, well, the best game was probably Friday night. We start with a positive. <laughs> yeah, well, the Torbay Valley Hayes was brilliant. That was that was a brilliant game Friday night down in Bombay. Um, very very little between them, as as you can tell by the score, one point after a replay. Um, I thought Bally Hayes really were asked a big question because they were five points up with about 10 minutes to go and uh, the lead was cut to four then they got another point and then Pantorba scored four points in a row and they, they got their equaliser I think in deep in injury time and at that stage they had all the momentum and it looked like Pantorba were going to win it and it looked like they had timed their run to perfection but Bally Hayes really showed great character they dug in and they did not panic and they put together a great move up the right wing, very patient build of play. And Michael Brady, the young lad, he's only 18 or so, and he kicked a, a brilliant point from the right wing to win it for them. So um, that was a great one for Bally Hayes. Like, they'll be delighted to have got two serious tests against Baltorba now going into the final. It could be the making of them. Yeah, it could be. I suppose Look, later on in the week, on Friday, we'll be doing a preview of both the Cully's Craft Bakery Junior Championship Final between Drummolly and Bally McHugh and the Hotel Kilmore Intermediate Championship Final between um, Bally Hayes and, of course, Shercock. But just, look, we'll, we'll actually we'll leave all of that till the weekend because I, I, I will bring up how important Porrockmore is to Bally Hayes later in, in the in the week. Um, I think it's a crucial point but looking then I suppose we'll go on that that puts them into the, the final against Shercock as we said so we'll move on to the, the junior championship semi-finals and Saturday afternoon or late early evening um, you had to sit down and watch Knockbride being I suppose taken apart by a more experienced and maybe physically more developed Ballamacue yeah, that basically sums it up. Uh, Knockbride are a very good young team and I think they will win the junior championship in the coming years. I thought possibly they might have won it this year, but it was very hard to know how good they were. And they just came up against a physically stronger outfit. As you say, Bally McHugh are a few years further down the line in their development and you could see it. I interviewed Stephen Baxter, the Bally McHugh manager, and he said that they, they didn't do much strength and conditioning. I don't know, was he, was he uh, being coy there? Because they look to me like a team that has bulked up a good bit over the winter. 
and they were just too strong. Uh, Not Bride lost Peter O'Reilly in the first half, and he had, had been having a very good championship, and he was one of their leaders. So that just um, that just rubbed rubbed salt into the wound because Paddy McHugh were stronger after that in almost every position. Like Buchanan was excellent, uh, Anthony Baxter, uh, Dylan Kieran, Derek Kieran, Mark Kieran again, fantastic. He's having a brilliant championship. Um, and their their inside forwards did very well. Now, Park Callaghan was wearing a corner forwards jersey, but he was coming out deep, looking for possession. Low centre of gravity, very good player. Got on a lot of good ball as well. And Richie Fitzsimons kicked a couple of points. So they're in very good shape going into the final. I know we'll be talking about that later on, but um, that was a non-event. The other junior game with Shannon Gales and Drummondy was a, was a poor enough game. Uh, Shannon Gales were missing Aaron O'Hara, who's probably their best player. Um, and Nevin O'Donnell, of course, has been out all year, but... There was a sense of inevitability about the whole thing. You, you just felt that that Drummondy were going to win it, and even though the, Shannon Gill's got a good start. They got a good start. Probably got a lucky enough goal, but mm. they still had to still had to hit the net. But it was more of a mistake that handed them the opportunity. But I thought that um, Drummondy definitely had the edge on fitness. I thought I thought Shannon Gills were getting a lot of men back, and they were very very tough to break down. But they just didn't have the legs to commit to the when they were breaking out of defence, and that was the crucial thing. And it just looked, even at the end of the first half, at one stage they turned Drummondy over, and there was three or four Shannon Gales fellas down in the hunkers trying to get their breath back. So that it, it looked at that stage like they just weren't going to have the legs. Yeah, yeah, and I suppose it it was while the game plan was quite sound. In fairness to Shannon Gales, they they didn't just have the legs to execute it and, and part of being extremely defensive is that you can counter attack but um, if you take out the two goals and, and the two goals were probably miscommunications within the full back line of, of the drum lead defence between full back and goalkeeper that if if you take them out it was probably a convincing win for drum Lee. Yeah they were the better team Yeah, they were the better team and I thought that they came up with big scores when they were needed Keane Bourne and Dara Gaffney came up with some good scores near the end Um so yeah, I thought yeah, you couldn't, you definitely couldn't say that Shannon Gales were the better team. I thought they were because of the way they were set up, it allowed them to hang in for a long time. But they just never looked like winning it, even though they were a point up at half time. I think. Yeah, I suppose we would, would I, before we move on to to senior, we'll maybe discuss the the relegation playoff because it was the intermediate playoff, which meant the losers were going down to junior championship for twenty eighteen. Going into this, then and Kilishandra, the rumours were Kilishandra weren't going to be able to field the team that they they just knew that numbers weren't going to be great for next year. That maybe junior was a chance to rebuild. There was all this coming out from the Kilishandra camp, and then just a a, a, a sort of a, a punch coming from left field. They'd, they'd beat then. Nobody expected them to beat then. Yeah, no, nobody expected it. I think I said on the podcast last week that if if then they couldn't beat Kilishandra, they didn't deserve to stay up. And I think you'd have to say that's the case. Like then, really, Kilishandra were a team that everyone wanted in that draw because because they had conceded the game, not because they were a very bad team or anything, but they had conceded the game, which suggested that they were very tight on numbers. And uh, but they managed to get the numbers out for that game, and then kicked sixteen wides. And Kilishandra hung in and hung in and they got the win. And by all accounts, uh, it was a great gutsy, defiant performance. So fair play to Kilishandra. They didn't, they raged against the dying of the light, as they say, but then they'll be so disappointed because Ballyhays are going into a, an intermediate final as four to seven favourites and, and then played them off the field only a few weeks ago. Mm. But um, that's the, pro- the thing with them. They're, they struggle for consistency and uh, they might find it difficult to get out of junior in the next year or two but you wouldn't know like I I thought that then were, were dark horses for the intermediate because they have a great re- reputation as a championship team in the last four or five years 
Um, well, probably going back longer gonna, from when they were in a couple of senior finals and everything like that. They definitely have that reputation of, of a good championship team, but the current bunch don't seem to be following that that reputation. There's there's always one big performance in them in a championship, but there's never there doesn't appear to be any more than one big performance. Yeah, they 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 have an awful lot of very young fellas and a, and a good few of very experienced fellas. And maybe they have a bit of a deficit in between. Um, I know Martin Cahill didn't start the game. Like the likes of Martin Cahill, he's been doing it for so long with Dan. Like, you'd imagine there's a lot of miles in the clock there. They're, they're all great players. Like back in 08 and 09, um, if they hadn't come up against such a strong Cavan Gales team at their absolute best, the Gales were in those years, I think Dan could have won a senior championship. In fact, that particular Dan team, if they're around now, I think they would tighten the senior championship, definitely. They'd go very, very close to it because mm. they were very good. They were just one forward short of a team that could even nearly beat Calvin Gales that time. Yeah. That was probably a once in a once in a lifetime team for them. So it's back to the drawing board and um difficult one for them, but you have to take your hat off to Killishander. You definitely do. And then moving on to the Hotel Kilmore Senior Championship relegation playoff. Um Mullahorn against Balignan. Nobody gave Mullahorn much of a chance in this one. Um they were saying maybe if Niall McDermott doesn't play and if Eamon McAvoy doesn't play Mullahorn might have a chance but Niall McDermott played and Mullahorn were six points up with seven minutes to go but still managed to just let it slip I'm going to I'm going to sound like this is going to sound like, like uh, rubbish but I did actually predict that to you off air last week and I listened back to the podcast to see how they said it on air but I actually predicted that Mullahorn would be in a winning position they'd be five or six points up and they wouldn't get over the line and it would probably be a draw because I've seen that loads of times over the years where a team there is a thing where a team forgets how to win and you know Mullahorn were playing challenge matches and they were even losing challenge matches and squandering leads and like winning and losing is a habit and Mullahorn are in the, the habit of not winning games this year they didn't win a game all year and you know, even against Crucialaw, I saw them in the championship and they played very well that evening. Should have won. They're in a winning position. I won't say they should have won, but they conceded two goals in a minute. Last week against 14 men with a five or six point lead, they should have won that, that game. But Balignan dug in. And Balignan, again, another team. Just goes to show what I know, but I, I fancied Balignan to do well this year because I, th- I thought they were the sort of seasoned team um, with the experience and everything else and the age profile that, that would be able to man up physically to the likes of Calvin Gales. But they were, had a very disappointing campaign. But the main thing for them is that they've stayed up. And I don't think it's the end of the world for Mullahorn to go down. If Drumlee win the junior championship on Sunday, no one's going to turn around and go, ah, it's a pity Drumlee didn't stay in the intermediate. It'll give the club a whole massive boost. Mullahorn have been up there for 40 years, coming from a rural parish um, where numbers weren't always huge. Mullahorn have managed to, to work the oracle, for a long, the oracle for a long time. So I think Mullahorn with the young lads they have coming through, won't do them one bit of harm to get down to intermediate, win some games, get the confidence back and have an assault at the intermediate championship which would give the club a massive boost rather than hanging on there and hmm. trying to just stay up and stay up in senior. I, I don't understand that attitude. So I know a lot of Mullahorn lads were good at coming off the field but you know it was probably their best performance of the year. And so they went, they went down with their, they died with their boots on as they say and possibly from what I heard maybe a little bit hard done by with a referee decision at the end but you know I wasn't at the game so I couldn't say that for definite that's just you're always going to hear that after yeah. after these contentious games especially a tight game and a local derby but well the um, comments coming out from there appeared to be both sides complaining about the referee which while maybe can say that there was mistakes by the referee I think the crucial part is is non-bias 
anyway that if if both sides are complaining then maybe it it shows that he wasn't deliberately making mistakes if he did make a mistake I wasn't at the game but I, I've I've heard from the Balanya side as well as the Mullahorn side so um, ah, look it's a talk it's a talking point so we have to talk about it but uh, if you weren't at it it's unfair for us to comment on, on the referee so yeah. uh, we'll move on I think yeah yeah I agree with you okay so moving on to the Hotel Kilmore Senior Championship semi-final Saturday evening in Kingspan Breftney Kings Court against Calvin Gales Paul um, you were at this one I, I didn't get to attend it but it was, I suppose, an unexpected victory. Most people probably expected Calvin Gales to win it, but not so convincingly. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. A lot of that, in hindsight, is always twenty twenty. But a lot of that was because we know the pedigree of Kingscourt, and there's a great defiance about them. But it wasn't apparent the other night. Um, I thought I thought they were struggling from the first minute of the game. They had the legs to, to run with Calvin Gales, and that was the big thing. They looked tired. They looked like a team that was short on energy. Um, and the Gales were just full of vitality, running hard lines at all times. It, Kings were played with the wind in the first half and they lumped long, long high ball into the full forward line. They got little or nothing off it. And it, the few scores they did got, get, like Park Faulkner came out, ran at the defence, uh, Barry Tully, uh, Joe Dillon on one stage. And they were getting scores that time, but they couldn't just, they didn't have the, that little bit of zip in the legs to do that as often as they could. Mm. And, Sean Johnson dictated the pace of the game in the first half and uh, uh, the Gales just ran away with it. They got a goal 20 seconds into the second half and after that they just, there was no stopping them and they probably should have won by more. Yeah, well after the game uh, Mickey Brennan caught up with the Cavan Gales manager Jason O'Reilly. Jason, a comp- comprehensive win for, for yourself and Cavan Gales there this evening um, but Kingsford never were going to make it easy for you. No, definitely not. Uh, they came with a plan and that, and we came with our plan. And uh, uh, they had a few great players and that, and I know there were a few niggles and knocks and that. And uh, I suppose we were the same. We were coming in fresh and that. Uh, we got a good pre-season and that in, and we built it up to this championship game. We knew it wasn't going to be easy. We knew we were going to be playing one of the top four. I suppose in the years gone by and that, they were hoarding the gales and that. And I suppose uh, you could see that at times out there that they really wanted it. The first half was a game you were playing against a stiff breeze, but you had obviously done your homework on that because you seemed to want to just retain possession and try and drag Kingscourt out of their defensive setup. But and you prized them open on numerous occasions and managed to get goal chances, but didn't take them in the first half. Yeah, that's true, all right, and it's something we'll have to work on and that. Uh, and I suppose when we are at training that, we try to do the basics the best of our ability and that. We train in the wet and the rain and the wind and that, and here it was going to be no different, so we're well used to it and that. It's a pitch, so we're not worried. We use the full length of it, full width of it, and that's the way we train, so we do. We train to do the basics right, and if you do that and work hard, you'll go a long way. This pitch here in Kingsman Breffney, it really suits uh, Calvin Gales, they've got a lot of strong runners, they've got a lot of players that can get up and down the pitch and probably your two games against Coothill and Crush Law, they were out of Kingsman Breffney Park, probably didn't suit you as much. Probably didn't, alright but uh, I suppose it showed character of the team and that and uh, like they've worked hard um, You can, I suppose their home field is Terry Coyle and that, yes a big field and that uh, I suppose weather conditions in the last two three weeks was poor so as uh, no disrespect to the games where we played out in Lara and uh, Cornafane and that here was great test of mental health as well I suppose more than anything that they were able to get through them games in wet muck 
unlucky conditions, you know. You were convincing winners here today, scoring the two goals and ten to uh, King's Court's eight points and uh, double score, sixteen points to eight. You must be delighted with that, and I'm sure you probably weren't expecting it to be uh, so convincing. No, I thought it would probably come maybe down to the last ten minutes or so. Uh, to be honest with you. Um, I suppose the first half and that we here we came out with a stall they were all chopping at the bit and that to, to, to get at it and that and I suppose all week they were chopping at the bit they, they felt that they let themselves down again crush a loss so they did more than anything and again could hill and they had a point to prove so they did uh, these boys have been here a lot of young fellas have started to come into the thing and started really knit well with the senior players so it is, and you, you can see it that they're working hard for each other and that and you'll go a long way with that and just as you mentioned, the, the young lads coming in, I suppose it's been a barren spell for Calvin Gales. They didn't make it through uh, to the quarterfinals last year. The year before that, they were they, they uh, were beaten in the quarterfinal. And then the, the year before that, in 2014, they won the actual senior championship. But it is, for, for Calvin Gales standards, it's a barren spell. But you're back where Calvin Gales want to be. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Any team goes out in January to be here and that. And in fairness, we, we didn't uh, uh, look at anything else. Uh, but uh, Oliver Plunkett, we said we'd go one game at a time. And that started off in the very first league game, so it did. And then on, we've focused on one game at a time. The Oliver Plunkett was never mentioned or anything like that. We wanted to get our house in order. We wanted the fellas enjoying the enjoying the game and enjoying playing with each other and starting to get that real gel back into into the team and that and I suppose when you're winning matches and that it makes it easier The Oliver Plunkett is in sight now, you're true to the Hotel Kilmore Senior Championship for 2017 you will be playing the winners of Rammer and Castle Rahan, um, that game taking place tomorrow, have you any preference on who you'd prefer to play? No, I do not, uh, to be honest with you uh, here we'll just focus on ourselves and that, yes, we'll be doing our homework on, I suppose, with either team, Rammer or Castle Rahan, it'll be a good battle they'll be going out to do the same, they'll probably see us here tonight and that uh, possibly the Kingscourt didn't play well tonight and that and you can take that in consideration but here we're, we're in it they have to worry about tomorrow and I suppose it's good that we, we can sit back and watch it and from say tomorrow night on we have to start focusing on who we're going to be playing and start getting our, our I suppose game plan right for them Looking for somewhere for a post-match point to catch up on the crack and discuss the game why not call into Michael Mooney at the Sleeve Ross Bar, College Street in Cavan Town? The Sleeve Ross is famed for its warm, friendly atmosphere and great points. So drop into Michael and staff today. You won't be disappointed. Yeah, so that's a, a delighted Jason O'Reilly um, after the victory over Kings Court in the semi-final. Then move on to Sunday afternoon again in Kingspan Breffney. Castle Rahan against Rammer United. It was a repeat of last year's final. I suppose the 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 majority of people probably thought that, that Rammer were going to come through this one, although everybody expected it to be very close and it lived up to the, the billing. It was very, very close. Yeah, but it was very poor. I have to say it was it was a it was a very drab game. Um, both teams were very defensive. Rammer were missing a couple of key men. and Probably in the final analysis, Kasserahan just wanted it that little bit more and just came up with the, the three points at the end. There were two points there, and I thought Keen Mackey was the star man. Ronan Flanagan had a very good game as well. But Mackey was the man that was able to unlock the, the defence just when it was needed. But uh, 
I think Castellan are going to have to up it now for, for the final because that was a poor enough uh, spectacle if nothing else you couldn't show, uh, you couldn't doubt the effort on both sides but just mm. they, they never neither side really showed all that they're capable of so I think the less said about it the better and we'll be hoping for a better contest in the final Yeah I, I suppose it, it was crucial that both sides set themselves up to nullify the opposition's attack that while Castellan had been kicking a lot of ball in with Sean Brady on the square and had been working quite well and Kiyomaki joining him at certain stages or rushing Kiernan or rushing O'Connell um, Rammer set up with one and two sweepers in certain times of the game to stop that, that long kick pass going in and and Castellan done that on the alternative on, on the opposite end to block out the space in front of Ado Cole we saw him catch a, an unbelievable ball but he was out near 45 by the time he caught it which was too far away to have a direct impact on goal so it, it, it was two teams really set up defensively yeah set up defensively yeah that's that's it exactly it was a total war of attrition it was always going to come down to a free or a hit and hope shot more than anything it reminded me a little bit of the Ulster final last year with, with Donegal and, and Tyrone so it, it was a very poor game but you know that's sometimes you get that in the semi-final the, the two teams put up a brilliant game in the drawn game in the county final last year mm. so they are two of the top teams in the county. It's just one of those things. Styles make fights, and it just they just cancel each other out on the day. And Castellan just got over the line, so there's probably a little bit of hunger, possibly. But then it's easy to say that if if Rammer had a won by a point, we'd all been saying the opposite. So uh, maybe that's a cliche, but it doesn't really matter. Castellan got through the final, and and Rammer have to lick their wounds for the next couple of months. Yeah, they do indeed. Well, that's all we have time for on this week's McAvoy Super Value GA podcast. Remember, on Friday we'll be bringing you a preview show of the Craft Bakery Junior Championship Final, which will be live on wearecavan.com from 2.15pm on Sunday afternoon. Um, and we'll also have a preview show of the Hotel Kilmer Intermediate Championship Final. We're just waiting on word whether we'll be bringing it live on Northern Sound or on uh, wearecavan.com, but there will be full live uninterrupted commentary on, on one or the other at the weekend so don't forget to check out the preview show Friday on our uh, SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever your podcast provider is thanks to Paul Fitzpatrick for joining us here Paul and we'll chat to you again soon thanks David Kieran Callahan Electrical Limited has been providing a quality service to the industrial commercial and domestic sectors nationwide since 1996 reduce your business's energy bill with our energy audit or if you need any electrical works carried out why not contact Kieran Callahan Electrical on 049 433 0111?